listening to the Airport Experience News Podcast. I'm Ramon Lowe, the publisher of XN and the host of this pod. If you like all the interviews that you've been hearing here, please leave a positive comment or review. Also, feel free to refer us to friends, neighbors, family, co-workers, mentors, etc. We have a great list of upcoming guests that you're going to find extremely interesting. But if that's not enough, we still have a huge library of unbelievable guests, both inside the industry and outside the industry, and all those episodes are still a great listen. So this is episode 60, and here I chat with Adam Torine, the Executive Vice President of Development for Villa Restaurant Group, or BRG. I have known Adam a long time. It feels like I've been saying that a lot lately about many of the guests I've had on, but it's true. Um, I know that Villa has historically been known as a pizza or Italian concept for, you know, for some time now. But over the last few years, they've made the pivot from being a brand portfolio company to a food operator. And you know what? They're in so many different environments that they have this diverse set of competencies that this was really not a stretch. So Adam and I talk about the history of the company, the pivot, the market, and more. Here is my conversation with Adam Tareen. So I'm here with my good friend, Adam Tureen, the Executive Vice President of Development for Villa Restaurant Group. Adam, thanks for joining me. Good morning, Ramon. Great, great to be here. And I'd, I'd like to compliment you on your new offices uh, in, <laughs> in, in Tampa here, overlooking the water. You made a, you made a great choice. Well, we are recording this um, during the ACI conference in Tampa. Unfortunately, I could not grab a boardroom, but we're doing this for my room. So we are in the city, as and Adam's familiar, we're working in the city, so we might have some uh, noise in the background. But anyway, that's not a big deal. So what I want to have, uh, what I want to talk about to do today, and have you on, is there's a lot of exciting things going on with Villa Restaurant Group, and would love for you to share them with me. So, really, my first question is, let's just talk about the shifts from Villa the brand, then you went to Villa the family of brands, and now obviously Villa the operator. Fantastic. Um, I think it'd be helpful if I to share a, a little bit of background of how and where we started, and kind of fast forward to how and where uh, we are today, because it's, it's, it's a pretty neat story, which uh, hopefully there's a lot of listeners on here, but some of the listeners may be aware of and, and some may not. But um, the company was founded uh, 55 years ago, actually to the day. Mm. Um, here in Tampa, I'm missing out on the 55th uh, lunch <laughs> celebration, actually, which I just saw the email, so hopefully they'll save me a few extra slices when I get back. So it's our 55-year anniversary today, which we're, we're really proud of. The company's uh, really steeped in a, a lot of history and, and, and heritage. Um, and we're still privately held. We are a family-owned organization, and uh, we've really got grown over the years, um, uh, one at a time, organically and, and slowly and strategically with a, with a few acquisitions uh, along the way. Um, we started as Villa Pizza. Uh, yeah. that, that was our first location uh, back in 1964. Our founder, uh, Michele Scotto, came over from uh, Naples, Italy, um, with really just a few pe- pennies uh, to his name in the American Dream and opened our first uh, restaurant uh, on 53rd and Broadway in, in the heart of New York City next to uh, what was the Ed Sullivan uh, Theater at the time, um, which is then was now home to the Late Show with David Letterman. And uh, what's there today, Ramon? I, I, I oh, probably gosh, need to go a, back. There's a lot that's changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's but long history, though. Definitely. Long history. So we, we grew in the in the mall business. We started out as a, as, as a mall operator, if you will, with a few other family members. And, and grew from uh, in Philadelphia, New Jersey, to actually Tampa Bay Center, where we are today, was one of our one of our original stores oh, you know uh, many many years ago. Um, we were trying to trying to find some old 
old uh, old artifacts there. The other day we flew in, we couldn't find anything. So um, that's really how the uh, organization was founded, um, just with a with a single brand. And, and through the years, through some acquisitions, uh, we we acquired some uh, some new brands um, and, and continued our our, our growth tra- uh, trajectory to where we are today, um, which is uh, over three hundred locations uh, in about. Uh, 39 states and five countries um, operating in malls, outlet centers, airports, which is really our, our number one priority for, for growth where we are today. Um, uh, we have a full-service restaurant division as well, and I can uh, elaborate on that a little bit more if, if you'd like. No, but definitely. So that was from Villa the Brand to the portfolio, and, and just talk about being an operator. That's the, that's the next pivot. That's the next iteration of the Villa Restaurant Group, correct? It, it is. It is. So one, well, I'll come right back to your question in a second. I just think it's helpful. Our organization is, is complex as it may seem on the outside. Really the simplest way to break it down is is in uh, three legs, if you will. Um, we have our first leg, which we call our, our legacy brands, um, which is Villa Pizza, Villa Italian Kitchen, Greenleafs, and uh, South Philly Steaks and Fries. Uh, those are brands that we own and operate, that we also uh, franchise throughout the malls, outlets, and airports. Our second division uh, is is referred to as the 40 North Restaurant Group, okay. um, which is our full service restaurant division. Uh, where we have about 15 restaurants throughout North Jersey and one in Pennsylvania uh, at the Sands Casino. And it's a combination of some really local, iconic New Jersey restaurants. Um, we actually own the oldest restaurant in New Jersey called uh, the Black Horse, which is uh, yes. uh, t- 274 years old. Uh, f- 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 I'm sure it doesn't look like it, but it's, it's yeah. But it's <laughs> time to remodel. you got to do that remodel <laughs> once every 274 years. And, um, and some really cool concepts that we've, we've uh, uh, created on our own and through some acquisitions. And then our, th- our third leg of the business is the airport division, um, where uh, we've got about, uh, it's about 35 airport locations and about 19 airports today. Um, and we got into the airports about 20 years ago. Uh, I guess we were positioned fairly well and, and, and a lot of luck, quite frankly, where we got, got a call from uh, a good friend who, who, who was still in this business today, Tyrone Nabby, asked us if Tyrone. we wanted to go into Orlando Airport. And we said, well, how do you do that? And the only thing we know about <laughs> Orlando is, is the mouse. And, um, you know, we took a leap of faith with... With Tyrone, and he, he put us in our first airport location many, many years ago, uh, just as a single Villa Pizza. Tyrone sure. was our franchisee, uh, real successful, just a great relationship with, with Tyrone and the local authority and the local team there. And you know, we said, they, we may have something here. So we, we, uh, we started to grow uh, the Villa brand, because that's really all we were mm-hmm. at the time, was a single, single uh, brand owner and operator, and um, uh, caught the bug of the airports. So, um, you know, we, we've, uh, uh, we still own and operate and franchise our own brand. We haven't neglected growing the Villa brand or the Greenleafs brand in the airport sector. Um, uh, obviously, the, the, the wave of the airports is, is very local, as we know, but um, our personal opinion, and we, 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 we remain pretty, pretty bullish on it, um, is that there still is a place for, for a national brand, you know, so long as... You know, yes, you can. You can. You want to land, and there be a sense of place, but there still is some room for national brands. It's a recognition because you are a national, yeah, a national brand. So people are familiar. There's the familiarity that is. Uh, absolutely, there's systems in place. There's familiarity. 
Um, it's a proven concept, um, and uh, it's been, been pretty successful over the years. So now, as we shift to to um, as we as we shift to uh, be becoming uh, more of a, a mini master concessionaire, if you will, and, and an operator. And I don't know if that's a real terminology or if I just made that up on the fly, but um, you know we're still we're we're a small you know we're a small to medium sized operator in in, in the airport sector. Um, as we grew more in the malls and casinos in in terms of multiple operations and becoming a multi unit operator with our own brands and outside franchise brands, we saw we saw a great opportunity in the airports to take our skill set, um, what was working uh, outside the airports, and really. Um, segue that into the airport so i think it's really marrying a lot of a lot of our our, our skill sets uh, on the street and in the full service di division to becoming a true uh airport operator so you didn't have to add any infrastructure i mean the, you're using the existing infrastructure basically to create to develop or transition into being an operator correct uh, absolutely and that's a great point ramon it's it's not it's 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 stuff we were already doing. It's skill sets that we had. It's the great team that we have in New Jersey that supports the various divisions. We just had to re-educate the team on how do you do this in the airport. Yeah. That's also easier said than done, as we know, um, because of all the inherent challenges in the airports. But it was a natural transition for us. I mean, we, we, we understand high, high traffic audiences, and, and that, that's where we operate, whether it's, it's Times Square, New York, to the Mall of America, Bloomington, Minnesota. So... At the core of it, we understood the business. We just had to figure out that that airport mass trap and, 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 and tweak our model. Um, but the infrastructure was there, which was why it made it uh, an easier transition than maybe to, you know, uh, I don't know, selling medical products. <laughs> but I guess it's it helped though being a brand first and observing at least from afar and knowing where the uh, the mouse traps, the pitfalls are, and the challenges are. Right? I mean, it's a that so you weren't. It's not like you were just uh, you know. Licensing the brand and then jumping into this cold. You knew already, like just from observation from afar, I guess. So Ramon, that, that's a great point, and I think that's a real competitive advantage that that we have as an organization. Uh, we didn't start franchising or licensing, whether it's our own brands or, or 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 any brands in our portfolio until I don't know in the last seventeen to to twenty years, if you will. Now, why am I saying that? Why is that important? We grew up as owner operators. Mm -hmm. Even today, the, the structure of our organization is we, we are 55% corporately owned and operated and about 45% franchised. Again, why is that important? We're living and breathing the same challenges every single day as our franchisees, as our operators. We understand the challenges. You can relate of, into everything. Exactly, of, of, of food costs and the rising labor costs and, 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 and rising minimum wages and, you know, the P&L continuing to becoming more and more compressed and how do we fight those challenges. So when we sit down with another operator, whether you know, we know, and, yes. we, and we're not telling you it's just a sales pitch because we want to grow. Uh, we probably have, you know, five to six times the exposure that someone else might because we're, we're living and breathing it every day. So I think that really strikes a chord mm -hmm. with whoever, whether it's the airport authority, whether it's a, a, a single unit ACDBE that might be franchising, a villa or a Greenleafs, or you know, when we team up with some other concessionaires to, to franchise a brand. So we, we speak the same language, we get it, we're very sympathetic to it because we're, we're fighting the same headwinds uh, that they are as operators. So, um, I know this is whenever this gets published, it's it's a it's a Tuesday right now, September 17th. So I don't want to date this podcast, but the 
previous Friday, I was actually in Orlando, met with a the team there uh, with Tracy Harris, and she obviously walked me around the terminals, all the great things that they're doing. I was there, gosh, was it four or five years ago now when you launched the, little, the, the food hall there with, with the villa and everything, and it, which was great in Orlando, and, and it has held up. It was very busy, which makes you happy, I'm sure, um, but it's held up, and it was great to see that you went and made that transition. So talk about now you're, you guys went into Orlando, and think back a little bit, like, were, were there more things that you learned? Um, you knew, you know as an operator, you just said, you know where the pitfalls are from seeing afar and being an operator on the street side. But I'm sure there were things that came up that you might not have expected now that you were doing it live in, in Orlando. That there's no question. Uh, we probably learned uh, five things just yesterday in Orlando. We're, we're, we're constantly learning, and I think that's, that's a tribute to the team and the organization. That I think we have some pretty, pretty good self-awareness. We, 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 know, we know what we know, and we're also pretty clear on what we don't know, and there's a lot that we don't know. Um, Orlando was a unique uh, situation, and I have to give uh, r- real credit to uh, Chris McNamee, who's been with the team close to 10 years, and our ownership for really having the vision and convincing us to, to, to pursue that opportunity because we may not have been the, um, the known entity, if you will, to, sure. to, 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 yeah. to win a contract like that. So it was some great teamwork, some, some good timing, sure a little bit, bit of luck, but uh, uh, it's, been, it's been a real, uh, uh, real, real great opportunity for the organizations to get back to your original questions there's there's so much we learn i i don't know where to start to be honest um i think moving on the fly and learning on the fly right i mean yeah i mean one of the visions we had there was we felt it was an underserved underserved uh existing food court and 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 variety variety was key and we you know being operators ourselves we said well you know how, how do we how do we squeeze a lot more into this box if you will and give the customer a lot more variety I think it was three or three and a half concepts, if you will, at the time, and we, we turned it into the seven concepts. So that was a real challenge and stuff that we had to learn on the fly where you, know, you have to not only figure out how to compromise, not compromise, but, but, but uh, uh, you know, shorten the footprint, if you will, of your own brands, because we have two of our own brands there, but also, you know, convince the brands that, you know, it's, it's, it's the right thing to do here because it, it's, 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 for, it's for the greater good. So I think the first learning was really how do we, how do we make this beautiful rendering work on paper? Because no, yeah. the and it's a beautiful space. I mean, you 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 get you hop off the train. It's right there. Um, all this, the the nice seating and the lattice work. Um, so it definitely attracts you. It's it's an oasis of sorts. For, for sure, yeah. The, the designers and, and our, our our DNC team just 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 did a great job. And we're you know our next next phase there is how do we you know technology is obviously uh, a hot button for all of us. So. You know, what we're working on uh, right now, quite frankly, is, you know, how do we incorporate um, the latest technology into the property there? How do we, how do we you know, get uh, quicker, quicker speed of service? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Jersey mics that we put in there is, um, uh, seeing the number one or number two Jersey mics in, in the entire world out of about 1,400 locations, if I'm not mistaken. And, and you see that line. You know, it, it was moving. It, it, you it, know, it could always move faster. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> Esmeralda and the team do a phenomenal. It was job. look. It wasn't deterring people from from going to the Jersey Mike's, honestly. But it was moving. Thank you for saying that. The, the, the team won a great award there, so we're, we're very fortunate to have a great team. But we challenge ourselves every day. You know, we say, well, how how can we move just faster? Better. Um, you know, and and does that mean you know we we, we install some some freestanding uh, uh, kiosks? Do we do we um, 
you know, there's a lot of different things that, that we're looking at, and that'll be a testing ground for us, which the airport has been very cooperative because it never ends. The minute you think you, you, you know it all in the airports, I think we all need to, 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 to get out because it's a, it's a constantly changing environment, and if oh, we don't yes. continue to challenge ourselves within our own organization, or the whole industry, I mean, sure. we have to cooperate. You know, how do we, we're all after it for, for a lot of the same reasons, but the number one reason is how, how do we deliver that, that the, the greatest guest experience possible? So when they... Whether they're coming or, or they're going at that airport, that they, they say, you know what, that was a great experience I had in Orlando, or that was a great experience I had, you know, in, in Austin, Texas, for example, which we are not there, but compliments to the to the. I just flew through there last week. I was really impressed with that program, so it jumps out in my head. So that's what we're all after. You mentioned Jersey Mike's. There's an Asian Chow there as well, and a couple of your other brands. I think Bananas, right? Or Greenleaf. Greenleaf and Bananas, bananas are correct. Are in there? So you were or are, still are, um, a franchisor. You have a family of brands uh, in your portfolio that you continue to license out. Um, but now you're, uh, in effect, basically operating a Jersey Mike's and an Asian Chow. Is there, were there learnings from there? Was Did it seem a little awkward because you, you're you still kind of doing both sides of the, working both sides of the fence in some ways? It, it, it's, it's a great question and a valid question. And, and, and you know, full transparency, some, some companies... Uh, some other brands may have an issue because we are a, a brand operator as well, and just for whatever reasons or company philosophy, they wouldn't feel comfortable. But they're uh, but they're very distinct um, categories. So it's not like you're both playing in the in the pizza sandbox, or the burger sandbox. Pizza would be a, yes, pizza and salad would be a different story. I don't think we're going to get the franchise of, of of any of our pizza competitors, and 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 it's probably not the best thing for either organization. But I think you know someone like a Jersey Mike's or, or an Asian Chow, you know. What, as franchisors, we're all looking for the best operators out there. And I think it gives them a real level of comfort that we are both a franchisor and a franchisee because we understand both sides of the table. I mean, they want nothing more than their brand to be represented great and putting it in the hands of Villa. I'm not saying we're perfect. We're, we're far from perfect and we always have a lot of learnings. But, you know, I think uh, rest assured these brands can can, can can know that we're going to give it our all and we're, 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 we're uh, you know, we... we because we have so much respect for our own brands, we treat their brands just like it's one of our own. So I think it's I think it's been a benefit, but certainly there are maybe some companies out there that just don't feel comfortable um, sure. doing doing uh, doing you know business with us for that reason, which which we totally get and we respect. So what are some of the differentiating factors between VRG now, the operator, versus perhaps uh, a competitor? Yeah, it's, it's it's a good question, and we we continue to to. To challenge ourselves and have a lot of internal strategic meetings, you know, who we are and what do we want to be when we grow up and what's our positioning to the industry. I mean, as I said earlier, the airports are really our, our, our number one focus for, for growth. You know, we there's a lot that maybe the industry doesn't know about us. I think, you know, we, um, we, we, we like to consider ourselves the food hall food hall experts, if you will. That's the world we came from. We feel very comfortable in, in, in any of those environments. But I think, you know, there's so many other skill sets that we can bring to the table, specifically with our 40 North restaurant division and, 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 yes. and all the different brands that we have there. I mean, next, hopefully we can have a conference in New Jersey and we can give you a tour of our, our, our restaurants there. I think, you know, you, you'd be quite surprised by, by what you see in all the different categories, whether it's, a, you know, a 40 craft beer concept that we own and operate to a, uh, you know, a concept that we have called uh, Piatino, which we actually brought to Newark Airport uh, with Arius. And Arius is doing a great job representing our brand, brand very well there. But to answer your question, I think, you know, 
Ramon, we're 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 not we're not looking to chase everything by by any means. Sure. I think the competitive advantage that we really bring is that you know we like to find opportunities that you know number one we think we have a chance at winning because we know the success rate in this in, in the industry is is challenging and it's getting more more difficult by the day. So that that's number one, and it's really about doing the best possible job that we can at each and every property. If it's too far, we don't have corporate infrastructure there. We'll pass. You're not looking just to acquire real estate, basically, in market share. You, but you're more selective. We're, we're, we're very selective. Again, we, we can open zero new locations in the next five years, or we have the ability, you know, to open twenty five, fifty, or, or whatever it may be. It's all about right opening the the correct type of locations that we can put the right brands in there, deliver the best guest experience possible. And I think we're, you know, maybe the word boutique is a little cliche or a little foofy if, if you will but I, I like to think of us a little more as a a, a a boutique operator and you know you need to pick up the phone you know you can get anybody from our owners you know all throughout the building on on, on that first ring and, and if not you'll get a call back pretty quick and we, we really try and stay very focused up because there's mm-hmm. relationships we learned a lot about relationships in in, in the malls that, that's yes. how the mall industry yeah. really started and grew and we've had some you know uh, some, some great successes in the malls, although certainly some, some real headwinds now. Um, and we've never, you know, people could say relationships don't matter and they're not as important today. Well, I don't necessarily uh, agree with that. You know, if you don't have a relationship, it's hard to get past past first base, and we, we, we take that very seriously. So I think, you know, some of the competitive advantages are just what we've learned on the street. In the, We've learned so much from the malls, the casinos, the outlets, yeah. you know, operating in five countries. I think all of that has really helped morph the organization to how can we do this in the airports, take a few few nuggets from, from each environment and, uh, you know, to, and, and see how we can you know, shape the organization and, and bring these brands to the airports. Because in some way, I, I'm just doing a quick mental scan of the industry right now. I cannot think of another company that's kind of like in your dual position right now. You have the brands that you still franchise and license, but, you know, you can, you can license a brand, one of your brands to company x but then on the flip side you are also potentially a competitor to that company so it's it's you have to straddle both sides again that's unique it's it's a fair point um you know it really hasn't come up often again because we're not chasing everything we're pretty much staying laser focused on on you know the opportunities that we believe are are good ones for the 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 growth of the the growth and the health of the organization you know, at the end of the day, again, I, I'm sure I'm repeating myself, but it's about the guest experience, and it's about you know each PNL has to stand on its own. We're mm-hmm. not bidding on stuff uh, for for lost leaders. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's not not how we do business, um, and and each PNL has to stand on its own. Yes, you're making different decisions for different reasons, and, and everything has to be you know analyzed. But um, yes, that that could come up. Fortunately, it hasn't, and we we're, we're very cognizant of that. We're very respective of that and and you know if and when it does come up you know there's no harm in picking up that phone or having a face-to-face conversation hey here's what we're thinking we don't want to step on your toes and and work it out like business people and i think our our reputation really precedes itself in in, in how and who you know how we do business and and the transparency of our business do you see um a lot of opportunity in the marketplace right now for the dual role uh that you guys are in i do i do obviously the consolidation you know is, is happening as as we speak, that's 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 no secret. The the large companies they do a great job. I mean, we're we're all certainly watching what they do, and they they've been the leaders and, and really have transformed this industry. So 
you know, kudos to the to, to the large organizations for, for for breaking down many barriers in the category. So we're we're trying to, you know, we're, we're all staying focused and, and, and seeing what you know what others are, are doing well and, and how what we can do well. But to answer your question, Ramon, yes, I do believe there are still many opportunities. Does it get more challenging each day? Of course, of course it does. Yeah. If it, if it if it was easy, we'd all Everyone be doing, doing it. it. Yeah, <laughs> we'd all be doing it, and it's it's you know I, I go, it's it's a it's a great industry, one that gets me excited to get up and go to work. Because it's day. not the same thing over. Every market is different. Every terminal and concourse is different. It, it it's that's it, it's the variety of it. It's you said it yourself. It's this thing is moving so rapidly, or evolving so rapidly. You got to keep pace with it. It's the variety. I mean, it's a game of chess. I mean, I remember the first it was ARN at the time, and and you know, with with yourself and Gary and Pauline, and um, it was just a few of us walking yeah. around saying. Well, trying to remember what ARN even stood for, and uh, and then all the other acronyms in sure. the uh, in the industry, and just look how it's evolved today. So obviously, uh, the, the 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 cat's out of the bag, if you will. It's it's, it's on this it's, business. It's, uh, you know, I don't want to say it's the last frontier in retail, but we, we all know the challenges of, of some of the other sectors. And you know, uh, I have I have boxes showing up on my doorstep every day from from. Amazon, like everybody else, and so people, people's, which I have to thank my wife for, for, for that and all the, uh, the Amazon credit card I, I see, but that doesn't help, you know, other sectors of our business, but the, the, the airports, absolutely, the, 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 the airports continue to reinvest in the infrastructure. I think there's, of course, there's a home for, there's, there's still a need for uh, the large companies, there's big contracts coming up, which I I wish them well. I'm not going to jump into that that fray. That's not who we are and what we do. But I think there's still several, you know, smaller opportunities that really fit who we are and where we can deliver the best best uh, product to to, to those uh, the, the, those opportunities. So, uh, very last question you might want to do pretty quickly, but like talk about maybe some recent wins. I know of Orlando. You know, anything else that you would like to talk about? For sure. Yeah, or, or, Orlando was was I guess. Uh, Two and a half, three years ago, maybe closer to four. Yeah. Um, but uh, we've got a pretty robust pipeline for for the size of our organization. Um, we'll be opening uh, just shy of fifteen new airport stores. Um, gosh, over the next uh, six to called six six to twelve months, six to eighteen months. So a couple so airports, one airport. Or? It's a combination of a few. So Newark Airport, which is our our, our home state airport, if you will, we just opened. Uh, four new locations in, in the last 30 to 60 days. Um, one was was our own uh, full-service restaurant brand that Arius um, uh, is operating and just, just doing a great job. Real, real pleased with the, with the outcome there. We that's really, a Pia. That's Pia Tino, our, mm-hmm. our, our Neapolitan pizza concept in a, in a post-security location um, that, that they're already uh, off and running. And, and uh, was chatting with Bill yesterday, just, just really exceeding all of our projections. So... We like to be wrong in our projections uh, that way when you're, you're, you're over-projected. <laughs> when, you're, when your sales come in over your projections and the other way around, those are more difficult conversations to have with ownership. And then we opened um, the first Carlos uh, Bake Shop Cake yes. Boss Buddy yes, uh, in New York. Uh, Mr. Hoboken himself. So we, we've got a, you know got that Jersey connection with Buddy and, 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 and the team there. And uh, we opened that, uh, uh, gosh, in the last 30 days next to our, our Tony and Benny's Pizza Concept. Uh, as well, Salsarita is all all in Newark. We've got a couple. Um, we've got a real major project, which I really just um, I'd love to disclose, but I'm not able to at this time. Oh, okay. we're, we're we're able to. 
be happy to share. We're just really excited about this. I think it's going to be a, a, a groundbreaking one, if you will, for our own organization. Um, and, uh, you know, when, when we can disclose that, uh, I'd certainly be happy to. And we have uh, in Philadelphia Airport, we, we've uh, continued to expand there as well. We're bringing um, uh, two, two, uh, two new Greenleafs, uh, which is our own brand, to Philadelphia. So we haven't abandoned our own brands by any means. And I think, you know, the developer sees sees the um, the good in that brand, and and now we're bringing a, uh, a two Mexican concepts as well to Philadelphia. So uh, we've got a nice pipeline that's going to keep keep the team busy and continue to challenge us, and you know continue to poke around for what else may may fit uh, fit fit our needs and the company's uh, strategic growth plan. So. All right, excellent. Well, Adam, uh, I know you're busy and you got to go, but thank you again for taking the time to speak with me. Ramon, thank you so much. It's great to be here. You've been a leader in the industry, and we all look up to you and appreciate your time and the opportunity to share our story with all the millions of listeners here. Oh, I hope. Yeah, AXN Podcast. So thank you. Thank you.